That's going to destroy us if that comes on the air. So they're going to start talking about my relationship. That's not okay. Is that what it's about? Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. So this week, the rumor mill was going wild on The Real Housewives of Orange County. We are talking accusations, affairs, relationship drama, and so much more. Plus, we got to whoop it up with the OG of the OC herself, Vicki Gumbelson. That is, until Shannon Storms Bedore stormed off and left us all reeling. We are going to get into it all, but before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So we started the episode with a little fun moment with Emily and Shane. Um, they were getting waxed. Shane was getting his nose hairs waxed. And I just have to say, I think that Shane is one of the house husbands that has done like a complete 180 for me. I'm not sure. Usually it's like the other way around. You know, they start off good and then there's like, you know, lots of trouble and drama and usually ends in divorce. But it's quite the opposite with Shane and Emily for me. Like I was really on Kelly Dodd's side when she was calling him a dork and a loser and all of that, um, that iconic moment. But I actually really like him now and I love them together. What were your thoughts when you saw the scene? I am totally with you. I was like, oh my God, this makes me like Shane. And he's had a few good moments this season and even last season too. He's, yeah, I, he is changing my mind and in a good way. And I loved that Emily said that he'll go along with her crazy ideas. My husband, there is no way in hell he would ever come get his nose hairs waxed. I can barely pluck, you know, a, a stray eyebrow from him, but there, there's just no way. And so the fact that he's down to do this with Emily, I just really enjoyed it. Me too, even though she says she'll have to pay for it later. But I, I don't know. I, I love them. So then we move over to this scene on Balboa Island. We have Taylor, Jen, and Shannon getting together. And, you know, we get a little bit more from Taylor. I was hoping we would get more from her this season. But since she's only a friend of, we're getting bits and pieces. But what I did love is that we got some iconic Beverly Hills flashbacks. She brings up, you know, the fact that she may not want to eat a corn dog, seeing as how the cotton candy situation played out on Beverly Hills. Um, and we also get, of course, the iconic flashback of Kennedy's birthday party, the Mad Hatter birthday party that will forever be an iconic Beverly Hills moment that she spent, what, thousands and thousands of dollars on only for Kennedy to cry and like sulk in the corner the entire time. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Yes, and that was the moment that Russell gifted a dog without Taylor knowing, and then Kennedy was allergic to that dog. That episode, if you watch it back, which I did recently, the photographer at that party was Gray Malin before he was Gray Malin. Like, oh my God. In every, you know, every home, every office, on everyone's coffee tables. 
And I was watching it back and I was like, oh, my God, that was, you know, pre his his blow up. But it was um, pretty wild to see that. There goes the budget right there. I mean, even before he's like this iconic photographer, I'm sure he was charging a lot. So I don't know, but she had the money. Yeah. So they start talking about Nobu, of course. And, you know, Jen is just kind of saying, I don't know how Tamara and I got here. And she says that she wasn't insinuating that Tamara was into Ryan. So she kind of clears that up. And I I personally think when she was saying, you better watch it, Tamara, she was just kind of saying, like, you need to calm down. I don't think she was threatening her in the way that Tamara took it. But we also get this juxtaposition between um, this scene in Balboa. And then we see Tamara and Heather meeting up, going shopping. And they are kind of talking about the same thing. So basically what it boils down to is this other friend, Heather Amin, and her Tamara and Jen were all the Trace Amigas 2.0 version, I guess, for some time. And Heather Amin is the one kind of bringing up all this stuff about Ryan, saying that, you know, he made the comment about Tamara in her gym, saying that Ryan sent her a dick pic. So Heather is just kind of the the variable to the equation that we don't quite have a lot of info from. Yeah, this Heather character is very interesting to me. I'm not sure, you know, we we got a small glimpse of her in this episode. I don't know what's true and what's not. I don't have a read on her quite yet, um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll get more from her throughout the season. So then we get Tamara and Emily at this random ass dive bar. And this is kind of where shit starts to hit the fan in the episode because Emily brings up that Heather has shared things about Shannon's relationship to her, things about John and Shannon. I guess Heather is kind of, you know, talking around Orange County. At this point, she's told Emily, she's told Tamara, she's told Gina. So it definitely seems like she is purposefully trying to spread this gossip without going to Shannon herself. It's like Real Housewives 101. If you want to bring something up, you're supposed to go directly to that person. You're not supposed to go to all of the other cast members and tell them first. So Heather should know this, and this is definitely going to bite her in the ass. Oh, 100%. And I thought the same thing. I was like, this is such a rookie move, Heather, unless this is her plan to sort of take down Shannon in a way. I don't know. There's always been tension between them. Even when they're good, I feel like they're not really good. So I'm not quite sure what Heather is is planning with this, but it's not a good look for her to be taking this information that, you know, Shannon confided in her and going and telling every other person in the group. Of course, Tamara immediately kind of picks up on what Emily is saying and they both kind of agree that they're not going to repeat it on camera. They don't want Shannon to think that they're out to get her if they bring it up to her. So now they're kind of in this position because they know that Heather's kind of spreading this information and they want Shannon to know that. But at the same time, they don't want Shannon to think that, you know, they're attacking her. And yeah, it's just messy. And then I loved how Emily said or Tamara said, I'll bring it up to her mildly. And it's like, Tamara, when have you ever done anything mildly in your entire life? Like, that is just not possible for you. 
And Emily said, just don't throw me under the bus. And Tamara didn't even agree. She said, sure, I'm not convinced she's going to, you know, stick to that. But what was your read on this? Yeah, no, like you said, Tamara's going to Tamara. She's going to do what she does best and she's going to stir the pot. So you know that she's going to bring this up to Shannon. And I don't know. I just think like Heather, like you knew what you were doing, you know, giving, planting this seed in the group. And saying, oh, I don't want it to get out. Oh, of course it's going to get out. Like, you're right. This was her plan all along. And we see that, you know, kind of come to fruition at the end of this episode. But before we get to that, Emily throws a little pool party at her mother-in-law, Perry's house. And I just love Perry. You know, she makes small appearances. You know, yes, Elisa stands a little. Perry. <laughs> heart hands for Perry. Because she is just like such a little gem. I would love to see more of her. I think she probably leads such an interesting life. And like somebody said, she's like in her 80s and she looks phenomenal. So anyway, shout out to Perry. And speaking of, you know, Emily, we also learned that she and Shane have like a sex tape and film themselves having sex. Like, I don't know. I just love it. I don't know. I love it. It's like these two people are probably the most like unexpected, maybe reserved people that you would think have a sex tape, seeing as Shane is Mormon. But the more we learn about them and the more Emily kind of opens up, I I love her. I love them. I love their, you know, obviously their in-laws, their family. I think that Emily makes a great housewife. I have not always thought that, but lately the past couple seasons, she has definitely kind of, you know, come into her own. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I don't know, it didn't surprise me that much because when she was talking about how much Shane likes her butt, you know, he's really gravitating and he's not afraid to show that on camera. He's always giving her a little little pat, a little smack. And so she said, well, he's kind of freaky. And I was like, that kind of tracks. I wasn't that shocked by it, but I did did think it was interesting to hear. Can I just say though, these ladies need to think about their wardrobes a little bit more because that hat that Jen was wearing, that like open straw hat, and it was casting this horrid shadow on her face while she's trying to have a serious conversation about, you know, why is Tamara out to get me? And, you know, what what has she done to Tamara? And I'm just like, the whole time I'm just focusing on that, that shadow and that hat. And I just need someone to look and say, honey, you need to face this way while you're talking because the lighting's hitting you poorly and we're on camera and I just need, I, I need someone to step in. Well, it's so, like Jenna Lyons said on Watch What uh-huh. Happens Live. It's like her one regret from the season is never look at your phone on camera because the angle is just so bad when you're looking down. And it's like <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, that's like probably part of the process of being a season one housewife. You look back, you learn. And that's why the season two glow up is like what every housewife does. You know, Mm -hmm. they see all their flaws on camera and then it just, you know, they change everything. I mean, Jennifer Fessler didn't even wait a whole season. She did it before the reunion. She was like, I'm getting in there. But anyway, okay, back to OC. So Tamara walks in and who does she bring as her plus one? Everyone brought a plus one girlfriend. Heather Amin. Oh my gosh, wouldn't you know it? What a strange coincidence. So there's this awkward, you know, hello, and obviously something is going to go down here. We know that Tamara brought Heather for a reason, and that's to confront Jen in all of this. And, you know, they start saying, 
okay, well, let's go sit down. Okay, can I pull you aside? It's very bachelor. Can I steal you for a second? And so Heather and Jen sit down and start talking about, you know, the Ryan of it all. Apparently, Heather and Mean used to be very close to Ryan. Jen maintains that Heather was actually in love with Ryan. And so that's why she's salty about Jen and Ryan getting together. It's hard to keep up with. And I, I got to say, I don't really care. This whole storyline, I am so over it because what do they want from Jen? What do they want from her? They want her to admit that she's dating a douchebag? Fine. She's dating a douchebag. Like, what does it affect them? And why do they care so much about, you know, him cheating on her versus him hooking up with someone while they were on a break? Who cares? It's Jen's relationship. If she's happy now, then I, I just don't understand this need for them to keep going back to it. And I don't really know what they want her to do. They're not going to be happy until she breaks up with him. That's just weird. I am so over this. Like, I am Taylor Armstrong when she says, I feel like I'm married to Ryan. Like, I am tired of hearing about their relationship. It is all the group has talked about pretty much this whole season. And if they think that makes a storyline, they're wrong because we're over it. The fans are over it. I'm with you. I really could care less. But I feel like at this party, the group like feels like they're forced to like go and be where where the drama is happening. Right. So everybody kind of like, you know, shifts over to this area where they're all talking. And then like soon after, like they realize, oh, maybe it should just be Tamara and Jen talking after Nobu. So then everybody <laughs> kind of, you know, shifts back and tiptoes away again. And it's like, all right, guys, like this is feeling forced. Like, come on, let's just kind of, you know, let's just nip this in the bud. Um, And Shannon has something to say about this once again, because she's like, you know, it's not fair when you're in a happy relationship and everybody keeps attacking it over and over again. Like it just won't stop. And while I agree with her, this is definitely a signal of what's mm -hmm. to come because obviously Shannon is saying this because something is happening with her and John. So yeah, time will tell. Yeah, there is definitely something there and that's what I want more of. <laughs> so I could care less about Ryan and Jen at this point. Like I, I just, I don't care. If she wants to date someone who she knows is a serial cheater, that's on her. So, okay, so then we go to like the slip and slide fun. They decide they got to shake things up. They've all been spray tanned, you know, head to toe. And so like the instant the first girls go, the water is gross and muddy and, you know, there's champagne spouting off. So that was pretty fun. I got to say, though, these ladies look amazing. I mean, Tamara, how old is she now? She's in her 50s. Like her bod is so good. I'm just like, oh, my God, she doesn't have any cellulite on her butt when she flipped it up. Of course, she takes off her top because that's, you know, that's just a given. Like Emily said is, I can't forget, I can't remember what she told Shane, but oh, she said, well, is the sky blue? Of course, Tamara took her top off. That's just what Tamara does. And then we get Heather getting into this full wetsuit, looking like a whale trainer at SeaWorld um, because she doesn't want to touch the yucky water. It's very fancy pants, but I'm like, Heather, show off that body. You know, the next scene, she's showing off her abs to Terry. And I know she's got, I know she's got him there. Yeah, it was funny. It was fun. I, I did kind of love, love the champagne gun and the slip and slide. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I really, really, in this episode, 
was looking forward to the most seeing my one and only Vicki Gumbelson because this return has been on my mind since it was spoiled several months ago that she is going to be making her comeback and that she did because we see her sitting at lunch at Mozambique in Laguna and she is ready to whoop it up. You know, they play the iconic Real Houses of Orange County original theme song, which was just like such a perfect touch. And she's already had three shots of tequila while waiting for Tamara and Shannon. Like, I would be dead on the floor if I had that at noon on a Tuesday, like waiting for my friends to show up. But she is so ready. We get, you know, some updates from her. She's been traveling a lot. You know, her kids live all over the place right now. But we do find out that her love tank is full because she has a new man and she's just loving life. And I got to say, she looks amazing. I feel like Vicky's never looked better, but she's still Vicky. You know, she's still going to almost trip and fall over when she gets up to give you a hug. Hello. And that's what we love about her. And yeah, I mean, she's ready to whip it up. I felt like it was very comfortable her being there, her being on camera it felt very natural. I do say I wish there was a little bit more buildup to it because it kind of felt like such a climactic opportunity, but then it just kind of happened. It was like the next scene, oh, here, we're Tamara's meeting someone for lunch. Oh, it's Vicky. You know, I felt like they could have built it up a little bit more, but I was happy to hear that. And it just brought a smile to my face. And, you know, the Trace Amigas, are back together once again. It was just amazing. I mean, even Shannon says, like, anytime Vicky's around, she just, like, elevates the moment to crazy fun. And I love it. Mm -hmm. I agree. There's just, like, something. Vicky has the it factor. I'm going to say it now. She has it. Whatever it is, she has it. And I love it. And we get a few updates about where she stands with the other women, too. You know, she says, like, Emily and Gina are not in her wheelhouse, which I think is like just some like backhanded shade, which I kind of loved. And also, once again, is saying that Heather seems condescending. You know, she's saying like, oh, it seems like Heather thinks that insurance is below her, which she probably does. Um, I don't even really remember where Heather and Vicky stood um, at the end of their last season together. But I don't know. I don't really care about Vicky's relationship with these other women. All I need are the Trace Amigas. Yeah, for sure. So then speaking of Heather, of course, Tamara takes that opportunity to, you know, ask Shannon, well, how, or, you know, ask Shannon, do you feel like you're actually good friends with Heather? You know, do you confide things in her? And Shannon says, yeah, I mean, yeah, I tell her things. And Tamara says, do you think that she repeats those things? And Shannon says, no, I think she has a vault. And then it dawns on her why Tamara is going in with this line of questioning. And she says, oh, oh, Tamara, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. Nope, I'm, I can't do this. I'm done. Starts getting up, walking out. They didn't even talk about anything. Just Tamara mentioning that Heather, just insinuating that Heather might have repeated something that Shannon confided in her about. Shannon instantly knew what that was, and instantly shut it down. She goes to production, says, if this airs, my relationship is over. Meanwhile, as the viewer, I'm like, but what 
is it? Okay, you're making it seem like it's a something really bad if we can't even speak about it and your relationship's going to be over. Like, how? I don't know. How did you feel about this? This was very interesting to me because it showed me that there is maybe a side of John that we don't know, which is not surprising. You know, we only see a little bit of him on camera, but it mm -hmm. kind of seems like he might be kind of controlling. I mean, mm -hmm. seeing as she, he knows that she's on a TV show. He knows that it's all about the drama in the group and their relationships and everything. And if there is something that is mentioned on camera that is going to blow up their relationship, then dude, don't be dating a reality star. Like it is like inevitable for this to happen. So the fact that he has like Shannon, like, you know, in a straight jacket being like, you know, if this gets out, like we're done, you know, and she's like tiptoeing around these women. Also, why would she even tell Heather if there was something so crazy and so shocking that would ruin her relationship? Why would she tell anybody, let alone Heather, given their history? That is a great question. And I don't know. The only thing I can think of is maybe she was trying to deepen their friendship, their relationship, but obviously it's not going to work. And I'm with you. I'm like, I just want to know what this is. You know, she said, this will ruin my rate. If this gets out, it will ruin my life. Like, what is this? What is so bad that John has done or that, you know, something about John and Shannon, like what could be so bad? So now, of course, I, I just want to know. I just want to know. And I'm kind of surprised we don't already know. I mean, you know, these stories get leaked all the time. We usually find out what the drama is. We, you know, we know they had relationship troubles and broke up. Um, I think that was after the season wrapped, though. So we are in for it. I am hooked. I am. I mean, this whole Shannon stuff is, I hope, going to trump the Tamara of it all because I can't hear that for another second. I want more of Shannon and John, and I need it now. So I am officially hooked for the season, and I, I can't wait for more. More Shannon, more John, and more Vicky, please. More Vicky. Tamara confirmed that I believe Vicky is going to be in about six episodes. I know that she's, you know, making appearances in OC, and she also joins them for the Mexico trip. So I cannot wait. We will be here to cover all of the upcoming Real Housewives of Orange County episodes, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. Bye, everyone.